0: Welcome back to Pacific Wave, it's me, Billy here, and joining us via Zoom today, all the way from Auckland, is friend to the show, music artist, and all-round baddie, my friend, Disciple Butty.
1: Welcome!
0: Ah! Thank <laughs> you so much for having
1: me. I'm so glad to be back on the show again with this oh beautiful human being.
0: The last time we had <laughs> you was, like, at the top of COVID lockdown there in New Zealand.
1: Yes. How oh are you gosh. since then? You know, I'm okay. COVID is COVID is still at large, but um, you know, <laughs> yeah, she's still out and about in the community, but um we're getting there, you know, we're handling her I think a lot better now. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just I'm excited for a break. How about you?
0: Our borders have opened to New South Wales and Victoria, so that's cool.
1: Oh my gosh, that's amazing.
0: For our new listeners, um, are you able to tell us a little bit about yourself, your correct pronouns, if you want, um, and where you call home? You know the drill.
1: Hi guys, my name is Disciple Putty. My actual name is not Disciple, I just have that (laughs) in my hand because um, it's my Instagram name. I get a lot of people calling me Disciple and... um, you can call me that if you want, but that's not <laughs> my name. My name is Patty, so please call me Patty if you'd like. Um, um, and I'm a I'm a singer-songwriter, mainly performer, um, based here in Aukilani, um Auckland in New Zealand. Um coming out of South Auckland, I um grew up in South Auckland and also moved back and forth between here and Wellington. And um my correct pronouns are she slash her, so please use them. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> They're not a suggestion, by the way.
1: <laughs> Literally, not a suggestion. <laughs> use the correct pronouns for people, please.
0: <laughs> um, so, I couldn't go on without talking about your win at the Pacific Music Awards. How <laughs> yeah. was it? How was that night? Oh, like, it looked crazy.
1: It was pretty, yeah, it was pretty crazy, um It was a fun night, eh? But like, that's the thing, eh? COVID has just absolutely changed everything about yeah. everything, and um, because you know how normal. I was telling somebody, you know how normally you um, you go to these awards and then they have like four people. So four people are nominated for this award. They'll have four big screens um, up and it's like all of their faces and the, the yeah. presenter's like, who's gonna win it? Who's gonna win it? And the winner is, well, we were backstage um, cause they were doing a, a, stri- a live stream. So we're backstage, um, I'm three and a half wines down and um, <laughs> the, this lady, she comes up to me and she goes, oh, um, putty. So you and, and because the co director Shay is standing next to me, she's like, Oh, so you and Shay need to think about what you're going to say when you go. Oh, by the way, you've won. You and Shay need to think about oh. what you're going to say when you go. <laughs> and I turn to Shay, and Shay looks at me. We burst out laughing. And then the camera guy, who is obviously, you know, manning the camera, he turns around and he's like, Shh, we're recording. <laughs> And so Shay and I were just like, oh, my God, this is the weirdest experience ever. But, yo, it was so nice. You know, it was really cool. Like I said before, you know, um, you grow up feeling a little bit um, disenfranchised in the Pacific community when you're not just of mixed heritage, but I think also when you just don't know the culture as well as people living in Samoa. And so to be recognized like that by the Pacific community was really awesome. And yeah, just big. Big congrats to Shay as well, the director, and the rest of the team.
0: Congratulations. I didn't even say that. Thank Um, you. So did you perform that night as well?
1: Yeah, so we performed. and um, I don't necessarily like performing that track live just because, I don't know, I never, when I made it, I never thought about it being a live track to perform to. But um we performed it regardless. I thought the boys did really well and um it was a cool night, you know? It was a nice nice night for everyone. So that <laughs>
0: <laughs> so um yeah. going back to when to so going back to Ronan have you been getting back to gigging? So
1: um New Zealand's not quite like the rest of the world. I think um we went we did a major, major lockdown just after March and so I think because we went into such a tight lockdown in those beginning months when it was just coming into the country we managed to get a pretty good um system down so we got our community cases down a lot and so we've I've had the privilege of getting back into gigging and being able to be with my community and um out you know, at the clubs and, um, you know, <laughs> at the bars and singing where I want to sing, um, which is really good, you know? So the only, <laughs> it's been pretty steady. We've had a solid amount of gigs for literally the past two months, two, three months, I think on and off, maybe one weekend of rest here and there, but it feels like we've been everywhere. And we've been rehearsing and gigging for like so long. And so I'm just real excited to kind of go into Christmas and catch a break, (laughs) you know, I think as we all are, but kind of like you guys, because I feel like I've been seeing you guys just having guest after guest, and really, really awesome things happening for you guys just straight um, since probably before October, like September. We're famous now. You guys are famous now. She's established.
0: So I remember at the top of COVID, some people were like, I'm excited for this time off and like to be home. Do, do you think it's helped your artistry in a way or has it hindered your creativity?
1: Um. No, I definitely think it's helped my artistry and helped my creativity just because, you know, I think people don't take a lot of time to sit back and genuinely be a bit more intentional about their career, about the way that their art is going, about what they're writing about. Um, I was talking to somebody about this, but especially in today's age, we consume music at such a fast rate. You know, it's, it's almost as though artists are expected to come out with a single every second week. And um, I think that that's really cool for artists that just want to put out music all the time. But I think this time now that I took was really good for me to just figure out what kind of artist I wanted to be and what um, where I wanted to go with, um what direction I wanted to go in. And um I realized that performance and gigging is something that's actually genuinely really important to me. And so we have this award ceremony called the Silver Scrolls. And um we got asked to perform at that, which was really, really cool. But like, you know, I, I don't think I would have had the opportunity to sit down with my band and make sure that that performance was genuinely really, really good if I had not sat down before then and really thought to myself, my intention from this point forward is to make sure that every single one of my live performances is once in a lifetime. And people go to their friends and are like, I wanna see Disciple Party live, not just on a track, you know? And um, I think that definitely wouldn't have happened without that period where we just had time to like stop and think and reflect and make a next move based on those reflections so yeah that's how I'm feeling
0: yeah I noticed a lot of artists like I was watching a few things um post like oh well around this time people were supposed to release like club beats club songs like right at the before COVID but they couldn't because no one was going to be at the clubs to enjoy that so yeah that's really cool i hope everyone else yeah
1: yeah you know know. exactly yeah you know it's like when those arenas when those spaces aren't available who are you writing the music for you know if you're if those spaces become unavailable to you then where who was the music for and i think that's what i really had to just sit back and think like am I making music for other people or am I making music for myself? And I think the, the answer was I'm making music for myself and what I like to do is perform. And so I'm making music so that I can perform it, you know? And that's, yeah. that, that was cool. That was what my reflections from COVID.
0: Ooh. Okay. So we'll take a little break. Did you have a song you wanted to play?
1: Yeah, sure. This is Disciper Party and you're listening to No Heart.
0: Hey, Pacific Way family, it's your favourite host, Billy here. Um, and I'm with our girl, Disciple Bati. Um, let's talk about your new single, Atma, and that comes out tomorrow?
1: Yes, comes out tomorrow, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, it comes out on Friday, the 27th of November. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited for everyone to hear it. It's a definitely a hard lift from my last release, but um, you're going to dig it, so yeah.
0: I've heard it and it's so good, and also I saw the video, so it's also amazing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But for Thank you.
0: our listeners who haven't heard it, um, are you able to tell us about the premise of the song and why you wrote it?
1: Yo, so um, I wrote at my actually a little while back um and i was on youtube and i was vibing to this beat and i just had a lot weighing on my heart at the time i was in a really toxic relationship and i think the thing about toxic relationships is that you kind of tend to lose yourself and you lose your perception of self in relationships like that and so atma atma is a word that is sanskrit for self or essence and so the reason why i named it atma was just because i felt like i was trying to rediscover what myself was and what my essence was and who I, who I was. And so I kind of wrote it um, as though I was my own friend and I was trying to get my friend to realize who she was. And, um, and then all of this just like came out of me. And um, it's crazy because even though that was written such a long time ago, um, I still find myself relating to it or listening back to it. And um, it feels like, a friend is just kind of, like, saying, like, just remember, you know, things happen, but this is what you're worth, and this is who you are, and, um, yeah, so it's just, it's just, for me, it just feels really, really relatable, no matter what stage of life I'm in, um, because, you know, we all lose our way sometimes, and it's nice to have your own voice in your head to just remind yourself, this is who you are, you don't need to be anyone else, and, um, you don't need anyone else to tell you who you are. You kn- you already know. So, yeah, that's the premise.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah, when I was listening, I was like, is she talking to herself or is she talking to someone else? So, I was, yeah, yeah. I kind of got that too.
1: Um, yeah. I'm, I imagine my ex on one side and then me on the other side. And yeah. it's almost like he's trying to say stuff to that version of me. And then I'm trying to mediate and just trying to, like, make things... Understandable for that version of myself, like just speaking to that young younger version of myself and being like, "He doesn't know what the if he's talking about." Like, just chill out, <laughs> chill out. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where where it came from.
0: And so the music video, which is again, is so cool. Yeah, As it's a-
1: not meant to be an official music video. It's meant to be just like a lyric video. Lyric video. It is. It, yeah, it's crazy, right? Because, um, so the stuff in the Oh, if you, when you see it, when you guys see it, um, you'll see that there's a lot of footage that we shot in a pool. And the reason why I chose a pool was just because I felt as though the song is speaking to like a rebirth. And I feel like water is such a, um, it's such a birthing energy, you know, like you, you get baptized in water, um, you swim in water, you shower in water, you get clean in water. So that's the, and, but it's also mixed with um, footage that I filmed going on two years ago now so it's yeah so there's stuff in like a bath and a milk bath
0: the act. milk bath yeah
1: yeah and i filmed that like two years ago and then stuff with strobes that i filmed i think one and a half years ago um, was that so, inspired
0: so, by your favorite director
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes it was inspired by my favorite director Pierre did share <laughs> slash beyonce this the video feels like all of my past and present selves like in one visual yeah. thing, which is crazy. It's so trippy. It is trippy. It's real trippy. Should probably put an epilepsy warning in front of that because I was going to say lot, that.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's a lot of strobe action, but um, yeah.
0: Oh, did yeah. you want to talk about um your? He seems like your favorite collaborator. Uh, yeah. Is it Leaping Tiger that you're always?
1: Yes. Leaping Tigers, the real name is Jacob Park. And Jacob and I went to, we went to high school together. So we were in a band together and he was the bassist. He's so talented. But um, the crazy thing is, right, is that um, when I originally wrote the song, I wrote it to that YouTube beat. So I was vibing up to this beat, just getting all my feelings out onto paper. Went into this, um, to the studio and recorded, laid down a track. And then, um, I don't know, it was very soul, like, the beat beat was very much trap soul, the original beat. And I just wasn't, it didn't feel, it felt vulnerable, but it also felt like it wasn't right for the song. The song is meant to be tumultuous, you know, it's meant to be... um, a roller coaster. It's meant to take you through the motions. And so it was like, I don't know who else is better at capturing um, percussion and um, a roller coaster of emotions like Jacob does in his music, like Leaping Tiger does in his music. His music is such a trip. It's such a ride. Every time you listen to it, if you listen with full good noise cancelling headphones good it's folks. actually an experience yeah it's a genuine experience he's not somebody who makes music he makes um an experience and so i did gen- i definitely wanted somebody who was gonna get on the beat and make it that and when i gave him the beat he sent me back what he'd done i cried i actually cried because i felt like he understood what what was happening in each lyric and he understood where it was going and where it was building to um and there's actually a version that him and i did that isn't the one that's going to be released but it may or may not be released as a performance maybe if i ask him and maybe if he says yes i was so excited to have him do the production but um yeah there's a version that he did that we did together that isn't the one that's released but um, uses the same percussion and all that kind of stuff which was the one that I originally listened to and I cried to. And then Detta, Melan, he won producer of the Pacific Music Awards. And he works for, uh, sorry, he's a producer for Church and AP. Um, so I brought the track to him. He was like, yo, this is mean. Let's rearrange some stuff. Let's put some stuff here and there and do what we can do to make it um, a bop. Um, and now it's a banger! So I'm just like, I yeah, I'm it. real excited.
0: What are you doing on release day? Are you um, going to do a launch party?
1: Yeah, so on release day, which is tomorrow night, unfortunately all of you Aussies cannot make it, which makes me so sad. But um, we, I'm going to be having a single release party. And so me and my band, we're going to perform a set, and I'm going to perform the, the song, the single. Um, and yeah, it's just gonna be mean. We have a DJ and their name is Zeki, DJ Zeki. And um, we have an act called Jana and she's so awesome. I love her. She, yeah, she's so beautiful. She's got a beautiful voice and she's got an amazing pen. Yeah. Really, really good songwriting. Um, anyway, and so she's gonna be opening and then we're gonna be ending. And it's gonna be good. I'm so excited to just, you know, I'm excited to just get it, you know, on and be performing and be with my community you know so yeah yeah, I'm real excited for that that's going to be amazing
0: so we've spoken about some things on about like the internet before like in our previous interview and on the podcast yeah um have you encountered any of that since that time and what's it been like is it stuff about what you're wearing or more so about your music (laughs) yo (laughs)
1: Yeah, so it's actually gotten. I wouldn't say worse. I wouldn't say it's gotten worse, but it's definitely become a theme. Hey, I noticed that a lot of New Zealand artists are quite masculine presenting, especially women. Um, masculine presenting or conservative, and um, I never really truly realized how conservative New Zealand was as a society until I released this. So for the Silver Scrolls, I did this performance. And um I'm not gonna lie, I reckon we killed it. We killed that performance. The arrangement was amazing, the band did so good. And um the vocal my vocals, um, because I had a, a good monitor in my ear, I could hear myself. I felt like um my performance was a lot better um in that in that video. But <laughs> The, the video got, when it was first released, it got, like, all these dislikes. And then it got this, co- yeah, and then this comment, this lady was, she wrote, she, she wrote, oh, um, what did she say? She said, she has a beautiful voice, but she must not be making any money because she clearly can't afford a top. And I was like, yeah. And so then I was like, oh, that's just people talking smack. But then it started to get, like, all of these upvotes. And I was just like, wow. And, and, you know, I posted it on my Insta and then people came for, for, for this person. But at the end of the day, their comments still kind of reigned supreme. You know, it reigned supreme as the comment that got the most likes. And we were like challenging it, but we weren't challenging it like all the way. Mm-hmm. And so I was just sitting back like, wow, this is really interesting. And then I noticed that um, I did a couple gigs where a few older, a few of the older um, crowd, had come and um, I don't know, I was wearing, I don't think I was wearing something that was that revealing, but it was clearly upsetting some people because they just,
0: there were just looks
1: that I was getting and then it wasn't until I got up on stage and then performed and then got back down that I was kind of given my props. But um, yeah, you know, and so the thing about that video though that really frustrated me was that there was another group that had performed at the same ceremony. And this is one thing about me. I might not be wearing a lot of clothes and I might be showing a lot of my body, but I always dress to the occasion, you know, and I always make an effort to um make it look like a performance outfit, you know. And um this band, their lead singer didn't have a shirt on, and their video didn't get nearly as many dislikes, didn't get nearly as many um, it didn't get nearly the same response that my video got. And it was at that moment I realised how truly conservative um, New Zealand society ha- is and has been around female bodies. And then I realised, you know, a lot of the successful female artists that come out of New Zealand, Lord, Benny, um, even, you know, Pagespace, Jessby, B, they're all masculine. You know, they're quite... Um, androgynous in their style, which is so cool. And I definitely give them props for that. It kind of worries me that um, I present this way and I haven't seen anybody else represented. I could be, you know, talking smack, you know, there probably are some female people, musicians that are coming out are that I just haven't seen. But um, I just noticed that those were the women around me that were getting props and getting, the re- and getting respect because that's what it, what i want at the end of the day is respect for my craft. like i put a lot of time and effort into performance i put a lot of time and effort into arrangement and like making sure that my 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 band puts together a lot of time and effort like liam soifuanga who is our ranger who arranges the music he put so much time and effort into that and you know to be reduced to like oh she could have worn a top like she could have worn something on her chest it's like These kids know I have the vocal chops. The range. You're not gonna give me the range. You know I I I have that, but you're not gonna give that to me because I wore a bikini. Navigating that has been hard, and like just been just realizing that people are always gonna have something to say. And as long as I'm proud of myself and I know what I stand for, I know what I know that I like my music. I know that I think the arrangements are bomb, and like you know who cares? That's it's been a real, yeah, but it's been a real journey to getting to that, like, unbothered stage, because mm-hmm. up until this point, I have been very bothered. I
0: was <laughs> pressed
1: all the comments, you know, like,
0: finding all the people,
1: <laughs> you know, I was like, damn, like, imagine policing women's bodies in 2020, that's what I have to deal with at the moment, and I think that's what I'm going to have to deal with for probably the rest of my career, yeah. especially considering my community. So yeah, I don't and
0: know on on that note, who did you vote for? No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not even gonna ask you for advice because you just gave a whole heap of good advice. Um, yeah, we'll wrap it up though. What okay. what's next for you? Yeah,
1: so I I have two singles in the works, um, and I've got two bomb features on those singles. Um, I won't announce release dates, but they're pretty cool one of the singles the feature is this chick her name is Polly Hill she is a bomb rapper like she probably has some of the best bars I've heard like in a while um you know and yeah she just has cadence rhythm flow all of that but she's gonna be on my next track and I'm just real excited to to like to release that one so yeah i'm really excited for that but yeah we'll see that's what's next for me
0: thank you so much for joining us i love having you on um hopefully we see you before the next singles though
1: yes and i hope that hopefully when the borders open i can come to you No, i'll be
0: there first
1: ah, i love that i love that energy ah,
0: that's the <laughs>